listening to the Batman Universe Commentaries, brought to you by thebatmanuniverse.net. Join the staff of the Batman Universe as we watch another exciting incarnation of the Cape Crusader from his extensive media library. to the Batman Universe Commentaries. And for this commentary, we are talking about the, as of this late, as of this date, uh, latest DC director video movie, Batman vs. Robin. My name is Donovan, and today I am joined by... This is Ed. And Josh Paul. And yes, we are going to talk about the latest of the DC director video movies. And this is, I believe, is this the fourth New 52-ish movie? After War and Batman, or Son of Batman and Aquaman, is that right? And Throne of Atlantis, yeah. Yep. Okie dokie. So, uh, before we hop into the movie, do we have, like, any just general thoughts going into the movie? General thoughts about the movie? Like, anything you want to say before we start commenting about it? Um, just that after Son of Batman, I think everyone was kind of curious to see where this kind of franchise of New 52 Batman characters was going to go. Uh, for me... I mean, obviously there was that, and I just, I myself, I wanted to see how much different now that we've had two Justice League films and a Batman standalone, like to see if there was going to be a lot of stark contrast between this movie and like the Justice League films, like to see if the character would be different even though he's played by the same person. My part, uh, I, I kind of went to this movie like, like very. Uh, I don't say well. I was negative because I did, if you listen to the Son of Batman commentary, I didn't really like it. Uh, so I, I kind of just saw this on a whim just to kill some time. And um, what I think about it, you will find out as we go through it. So, as we always tend to say, <laughs> in memory of Apple, <laughs> I'm sure Dustin will let that survive. Grab your popcorn, grab your Twizzlers, grab whatever food that you like to shove down your throat as you're watching a Batman movie, and we will get started after a countdown from three to play. So, without further ado, three, two, one, play. I do like the old school Mortal Animation logo. Yeah. Uh, that is nice. My great father had the backgrounds for uh, the Super Friends and stuff. Oh, cool. I've seen that, I've seen that, uh, that logo a lot. <laughs> you know, as it, as it first gets, gets started here, I, I guess let's just get this out of the way, Don, which is what did you guys think of the animation in the movie, the quality, before we get into too much plot? Did you get animated? I thought it was okay. I mean, like, like Phil Barossa is the character on these New 52 movies. He there was a character design for uh, the Young Justice show. I think that he shined there. I think they managed to animate if there's any point where it's like... I think there were points that I liked it better in Son of Batman, but like, even if I liked it better in that movie, I don't think it was bad here, so it was decent. Robin. Uh, for me, animation-wise, I-, I think it looks pretty good. I mean, there's some places where it looks a little strange. It just looks so good. You know, it definitely looks like it's on computers to where I like the animation style. I can't tell, you know? About this, did you guys, in scene, like, oh, this is the Toy Man. Were you shot as the re- revolution? Docker here? <laughs> yeah, Dollmaker, yeah. <laughs> um... I wasn't surprised because I read the you know the news that obviously Weird Al would be, the, would be voicing him, but uh, I was surprised how well Weird Al 
fit this character. I mean, it's just brilliant and chilling. From a, and I, you know, I, when I think Al, I always think of the pretty songs from back in the day, but he's obviously a pretty good voice actor. Um, yeah. I, well, he's probably, this is his second uh, Batman appearance after Brave and the Bold. It's true. Now, this one, too, is, is I mean, I, I think that as soon as we get inside the building, too, Don, and we see the dolls and all that, it's pretty, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, I think we kind of know the roadmap at that point. Well, I mean, I was my point is that, like, I was surprised. I, I didn't see, I, I don't think I paid much attention to the press. So, like, when it says, ah, shot, Winslow shot toy, it's like, okay, he's for some reason fighting a Superman villain. So when the doll maker shows up, I'm like, that was a swerve. I, that, they, that was like I a bait switch that I, I didn't see coming. You know, I... Yeah, Winslow right, shot yeah, toy, man. Yeah, I didn't catch that until you brought it up. But... This is actually very dark. One thing that I don't understand dark. about the whole doll maker concept is, is he or is he not just a ripoff of the Professor Pig character, you know? Because oh, they, they have this, they have the same idea, basically. Would take people up, put them back yeah. together. It's all you could you could take that a step farther and say they're all rips, rips off of Shelley Frankenstein. You know, I mean, fair enough. Hey. This guy actually kind of looks like the like the the brute from a uh, Batman Earth One. Yeah, you know what? That's Don. That's what I keyed on here too. Was the, what the, this felt? This part here, probably because it involves the, the child victim, felt very Earth One ish. You know. Well, I definitely thought it yeah. was like he kind of looks like a Joker henchman or something like that myself, but... I don't. That mask is... is if their intent was to be a little freaky with the scene, they were absolutely successful. Yeah. I can't tell this. I, I didn't know it was weird until I saw the credits. I can't tell it's him now. That's, yeah. well, that's why I was like, wow. I I knew it was going to be weird out, but once he started talking, I was like, wow. <laughs> I am the doll maker. It doesn't sound like that. Yeah. This I think this this opening sequence establishes that these, these are, they're really not doing this for kids anymore. Yeah. This is this is very dark. Yeah. It's definitely neo horror type stuff for sure. It, it's uh. It definitely is. I mean, in, in Assault on Arkham is another one. Is you know. Yeah. I mean, that. Son of Batman was the, the one before this. Didn't have anything atrocious. In it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, it was pretty violent, but like 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 as a movie, it didn't feel like. The majority of the first several uh, DC directed movies, I mean, they were obviously PG-13 because they swore and had violence and stuff, but, like, I never thought... I was never shocked or surprised by what they did, right just generally. Coming down up the plane. I always love scenes like that. That's a pretty good shot. Yeah, but I think you're right, though. They, they've gotten progressively darker, in a way. You know, or, or at least they're... I mean, I think they've set the tone now, I think. Um, it's weird, too, like, because the older ones, like, like, Crisis on Two Earths, New Frontier, you know... Those are. They told stronger stories, but those kind of served as stories as opposed to like it stops themselves as heavier yes. movies. You see, everybody says like, they think... want a dark, gritty Batman series, and then they get it. Do they do, and everybody's do they? like, I don't know. Well, here's why. When I keep on going back to that, like he's still a comical character, so I think you don't want a Batman story that kind of betrays the nature of his, the medium that he comes from. And and I think too, you 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 run the risk of. When you make these movies too dark and too explicit in certain things, they're just unsavory. You know, it becomes unsavory, and it becomes, you know, listen. We most of us got into comic book characters when we were younger, and you're putting people in a position like you know, I as you know, I have a daughter. You can't show her a lot of these movies, you know, like, and and that's what are you supposed to be, you know? Well, uh, we we probably don't want to get on this bit too much, but I think that a lot of DC now does it doesn't really. Well, I don't want to say that because like they do market some new comics for kids it's tough. but tougher you can't really show a kid Batman comic these days coming up on the the uh, talent being introduced into this film I thought they did it real well 
I like the talent introduction. Um, and I, I am glad that we wrap up this doll maker. He, yeah. I, I, I didn't mean he was fine. The performance is fine, but I definitely didn't want to see a doll maker movie, but I think that him as the introduction villain is fine. You know? Yeah. Uh, plus they have to put someone despicable enough that we don't have any kind of a vitriolic reaction when he gets killed. Right. You know, like, Damien really, really strong enough to like, like haul that like three hundred pound guy. He's, a, he's super strong. He's got superpowers. Yeah, he definitely does not match the one in the comics. He does. You know, this is. He doesn't look anything like him. And then, and then, I like that the. Um, I was afraid that they were going to make this Talon Calvin Rose, but I don't think they actually do that. Yeah, I, when, I, when he was unmasked, I was yeah, I was I was like, oh, is it Calvin Rose? But like, okay, they don't. It's like an Amalgam character. Yeah, he's just like. Um, like you said, he's just the talents all kind of scrammed into one. Yeah. What do you guys think about how the way they do Damien in these movies? This is the second time we've seen Damien, like the, the personality. does him right when it comes to the voice, you know? Like, he's a mm-hmm. 10-year-old kid, and he sounds like a 10-year-old <laughs> kid, you know? <laughs> I laugh at gratuitous ones. I think the, the performance is... Fine. I love how the heart was still beating while he was holding it. It's the only way you can do that scene, yeah. And that amused like, hey! <laughs> yeah, I think that the performance of Damien signed on, I, I just think that this reminds me a little bit of Damien before he was more likable in the comics, you know? Like, well, that, that was, like, my main c- complaint of Son of Batman. Like, he's too tight-ass in this movie. He's, like, there's an arrogant streak to Damien which does make him entertaining. And in these two movies, I think it carries on. He's just too angry all the time. That's not really fun yeah, to say. Yeah, to the point... Too, that I don't believe that Batman would have him as Robin by now if you really thought that he was going to go out and start murdering people. And I just don't believe the tension that they just had in this movie over the over the murder here. I would agree with that. I, I, I think that like there was there was he should be more trained to do so. Yeah, but but I think too this is where we all have trouble with this, which is those of us who follow the comics so much put so much of what we know from the comics into the movies, right? Like, yeah. Oh, that's true. They're, 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 this, is, this is for a different audience. They're introducing these elements yeah, to a different so for, audience. For us, we go, oh, he's had so much history, but in the context of this movie, he hasn't. You know? Uh. Well, I think there's still, there's, I mean, there's elements in the comics that you can introduce oh, into the movie, which would be good for both. And here what is. a dress to wear to dinner to Wayne Manor. <laughs> It's it's uh now what do you guys think of this um here the scene we're about we're about to have when we go in the other room with the uh what they do in this story is they set up where Damien is his you know he's adopting him from an orphanage or something I guess but apparently like they haven't oh, told anybody about it yeah ever <laughs> you know that's that's funny because like in the golden age Bruce was engaged to Julia Madison and it, that ran off for you know the first few years and like. We never see the point where, like, oh, by the way, Julia, my fiance, I've adopted this young circus brat yeah. to live with us. I hope that's cool with you. So, like, he reminded me of that. You know, it really <laughs> felt like we were going to get. I mean, obviously, there's one of two extremes when it comes to the women that Bruce dates that are either really smart and really evil, or really stupid and really inconsequential. <laughs> and, and really dead. I was really, really hoping dead, that yeah. we were finally getting one that was, you know. Smart and might stick around, you know, like the Vicky Vale type. But obviously, really, <laughs> the moment I saw her, I knew that she wasn't long for this world. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I kind of saw that she. Spoilers, where she goes from here, 
but yeah. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know how long, like, like this first scene, I didn't know if we are going to see her beyond this, but, like, when they kept on showing her, I, I was like, okay, she's either going to, you know, be evil, or she's toast, well, or she's going to break up with him. Maybe the blonde chick that we see in the comics that's always, you know, behind that Court of Owls mask when they're all, when they're grouped together on, in, like, the sewer and whatnot, I thought she was going to be that person, but obviously that, that wasn't the case. This Bruce Wayne design is exactly at the same one from Young Justice. This too is the first. Um, this table with the glowing Gotham City on it. That's the first yeah. thing we see lifted directly from Court of Owls. The storyline, right? Right, like the yeah, issue yeah, one. This right, is the first thing which is just copy and paste from the Snyder storyline. And then here's Damien with his. Oh yeah, by the way, honey, I know we're we're making out next to this glowing Gotham City, but there's a kid in the house. You know. <laughs> yeah. Now we're worried. An afterthought. Oh. I don't get. It. I love the. I do love the Batman Robin dynamic. Oh, this is my ward. It's so classic. But and, and it's funny because like it would probably add scandal. I don't remember the comics. I think Damian Wayne was a public character, but I don't remember how they explained where he came from. I think it's because like he, they really he came did from it. or something. He was all of a sudden just Bruce's son, you know. <laughs> Which was believable well, in, for everyone. And all kidding aside, it almost fits the. It almost helps Bruce with his persona. The, yeah, the, 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 the playboy who's out. With all the, it's not a big right, complication. With, with all the, the models and all that. I mean, it makes him even. It even makes Bruce Wayne look like more of a scumbag to show up with a, te- a ten-year-old kid he hasn't been taken care of. You know, like well, that, and like he can explain all those times that he was, you know, he he disappeared. Well, I had an emergency with my son that I've never told you about. <laughs> I had to teach him how to read. Yeah, I had to be a father. <laughs> and I you know. To see more of you, and then she's off. As we're, <laughs> that was a very fancy dress for dinner. What a dress to bring to uh, to bring to Wayne Manor for dinner. <laughs> it's just gonna fall off anyway. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, Damien's <laughs> a big Dickens fan. Which is so like uh, I, uh, I don't know. It's like I. It's always like the same step. <laughs> Let us know Ed, how like, you really on, feel. Just, He's not going to be reading Dickens. Get a, you know, he's not. Just not. And not Moby Dick either. You know. This 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 reminds me of, uh, there's at least twice that Peter Tomasi had them eating popcorn and watching yeah. Right? Like, Bruce is like, bring us popcorn, drench his butter. Once in Nightwing, <laughs> and I think in once in, I th- yeah. And also in um, uh, Red Hood and the Outlaws, he did well, that with Jason. In, uh, in Christmas with the Joker, um, they, they were going to watch, uh, <laughs> It's a wonderful it's life. It's a wonderful life. Yeah. And I think I can never get past the title. And I, I, I do genuinely like the bat the, the Bruce and Damien moments in the movie. The good ones. Yeah. Well, I think this is. I, I will say I do like this movie a lot more than the last Damien movie, and I think that's because there's a emotional weight that that one lacked that really makes this watchable. For and me. I don't know too is, is and I totally agree with you that this one is not even it's it's miles ahead of, of the next one. And, and for me, I think a lot of it comes from the fact that. I really did like Court of Owls a lot, right? You know, for as many times right. as the the manor gets stormed, especially lately in the comics, like, where's the alarm system then? <laughs> intruder, alert, intruder, alert, intruder. <laughs> this does seem a little over the top just to keep the kids right? inside. Like, you know. How are people not going to notice that? They are. But again, this is, and uh, you know, I hate... Well, yeah, no, Wayne Manor is supposed to be, like, at least, like, ten miles from hey, Gotham City or something. Bruce is in a turtleneck. Which makes no sense. Bruce is in a turtleneck. 
<laughs> if it's Val Kilmer, I mean, it's George Clooney. I mean, it's Michael Keaton. I mean, it's every single Batman. <laughs> did Bale ever wear a turtleneck? If you did, it's out of, if you didn't, it's out of character. Don't you think that they should be maybe arguing inside? Let's just sit out here with Robin. Well, again, again, the, the house isn't close to the city. Is, I don't know if how far it is. Close to the city, based on where what we just saw over that wall. Oh, whoops. Well, it's, I mean, the city's in the distance. That's still miles and miles away. I mean, I would have to believe that if you have killer drones in the grass, that you've got some kind of camera system to let you know if anybody's around. You know? Well, uh, you know, not to get off track, but I was like, thank God in Convergence, Brainiac was nice enough to bring every bat cave with them. He's <laughs> very nice in Convergence. <laughs> Gotta be polite. And here's the bat, here's the bat, bat cave, which is, the, the one thing I, I, I will say about almost all these movies, especially the new 52 ones, is the bat cave does seem really generic, doesn't it? Like. No, I, I, I think it was, okay. I, I like that, um, they've really gone into like, I, I, I've said this somewhere else before, but like, the bat cave used to be kind of this big brown, like kind of hangout area, and they've evolved into like this kind of like, you know, glowy dark area, and, um, I mean, they, they might be seeing it generic, but I think they look fine, I don't think they look bad. But you do, yeah, do you disagree? It, just looks, it seems very sparsely decorated. I mean, it, it seems just kind of empty. Where's the dinosaur? Yeah, like, where's the rest of the crap at? You know? I liked in, um, uh, I think it was JLA, uh, Justice League Doom where they had a big waterfall. Yeah, oh, I did cool. like the one in Doom. This one here just seems big and empty. I, I do have complaints about this Batcave that I'll get to when they show up because it, it kind of drives me nuts. And I think it's coming up in the next scene. And here is Bruce with his magic gadgets. <laughs> Again, this is I think this is the, the, the meat of the story for the Damien Bruce relationship is these scenes. In the beginning and the end, because in the middle kinda gets catty wampus on, on them being in talking terms, obviously. You know. Again. I, I, they, they're still putting this like Tim Drake, Damian Wayne relationship onto Dick Grayson for some Dude, reason. You know, Tim Drake, from what I, I would, doesn't exist in this universe, does he? I mean, I've never. Yeah, okay, that, that you know that bothers oh, me. <laughs> me too, but I mean, I, they don't really put Red Robin in. Well, they, 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 there's an inference where like, there's like, there's no Jason, there's no uh, Dick, or no, there's obviously Dick, there's no Tim. And like, that's just like, I don't know. That to me is, is like really like you know not embracing the character list that you have here that you're trying to implement. Well, I mean, Jason's got had did get his own movie, you know, Under the Red Hood. It's like why why not reference that? I don't know. I don't know, and, and I wonder if this is the conclude the, the logical conclusion of the New Fifty Two. I think that was an actual line that he just said. like like Bruce Wayne always beat racial. Girl. I think that's something that's something. Tim actually said in the yeah. comics, and to me it's like it's like literally like like there's one relationship and there's Dick's relationship with Damien who like didn't take him that seriously. So like, I don't know why they had you know change. Okay, those okay those costumes. This is a new Fifty Two movie, right? Why do we have a, a Golden Age Batman and a new look Batman costume in the original? <laughs> that was because funny. they said we're gonna draw it and it's gonna look cool. I mean that's just eye candy, right? <sighs> I mean, yeah, no, I, I like it, but at the same time, it's like, what what are you doing here? Is this the or not? Well, I, I wonder if any, and this is something I've, I've always wondered about the, the animated movies, was did anybody write, like, a Bible? You know? Oh, never? Well, they're always different. Yeah, but once they went to the new 52 movies, which was, you know, just the, the recent ones, right? And they kind of restarted the animated universe. 
you'd think that someone would have wrote a Bible. Well, I mean, like, they look pretty cool, but like, but like, like just for generally speaking, Jason has only been referenced in the Under Red Hood movie and in Young Justice, and like, and so I, I thought that like, okay, that's in the that's in the water now. You know, you, you can if you want to implement that, you can do that. So you have Nightwing, you have Damian Wayne. I'm surprised they don't implement. It's not a big deal, really, isn't? But like, I'm surprised they shy away from that, as though it would be confusing for people who were watching this movie. But who's going to watch this movie that doesn't know about Batman? Yeah, I mean that's the thing. This isn't going to be a wide release movie, like in a, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, there's no, there's no, there's no reason that like people would watch this that just unless, I mean, obviously there's an idea that people would just pick this up on an impulse buy, but I, I doubt it. This is a good scene. Kevin Conroy reprises his role as Thomas Wayne from the BTS episode Perchance Per Dream. And, uh, you know, here is... This, I, I like the way they, they, they kept this part of the Court of Owls story in, that he goes and looks for the owl. Court, that was his first case, in a way. You know? Yeah, that was interesting. Um, I think that, like, this is a, obviously a very truncated take oh, sure. on the Court of yeah. Owls. Court of Owls was, was like this this epic saga in the Batman, and you, you cannot blame them for that. I do not blame them for that. But like I, it's been a while since I've read that. So like to me, it was like you know, I remember that. I remember that. They could have you know probably expanded a little bit on this one, but it was it was interesting to see them see that unfold in this in this movie. <laughs> we sure will live forever, Bruce. Don't you, you know, worry. This is kind of amazes me in a way is how much I mean they only these movies are always like a buck twenty, buck thirty, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Is they fit in so much sometimes in the amount of time they've got. I mean, I, and listen, there's stuff I want to see more of, it. and I wish they had let them have a, a longer lead time, running time as well. But considering that the running time they got, they do really well on a lot of these. Yeah, a, a, lot of, a lot of these feel very easily paced. I don't, I don't feel they're like they're either rushed or too long or whatever. Who did this? Was it you? <laughs> Who killed him? It was the owl with the gun. Sorry. Yeah, and here we are with the with the investigation, and it's amazing. Like for like I said, for for a buck nineteen, we get all this backstory when I didn't think they'd have enough time to do this. And like you said, Don Corda Owls is hugely, long, you know. Did, did it? Was it in the like? What's it? A year in the comics? Like real time? Two trades, you know. Well, remember, there's, 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 like, like Court of the Owls and Night of the Owls. And the crossovers. I mean, then it was in another 12 crossovers, you know? I remember, yeah. And we get to see young Bruce here doing his detective gig. Let's have had David Mazau's uh, voice. Now, were you guys surprised that this did not have Lincoln March in it? Yes. I was, I was actually very upset it didn't have Lincoln March in it. I wouldn't have been surprised, but I would have liked to see him. But yeah, that, yeah. there's so much backstory that even goes back to Grant Morrison's Batman that, like, you have to tell, and it's just too much, unfortunately. Well, if, well, I mean, like, like, like they do the whole like, like, female kind of character. Like, if they replace her with like in March, that would be probably the same thing. They probably needed a, fe- a lot of these movies. You'll see, like, you know, implement female characters where the comics didn't have them, just so they can have diversity, which is good. But like, so I think that's probably why they excised him and made a new character. You know, I would be. This could have maybe flowed a little bit better if. Instead of the dating scene we had with Bruce having dinner, right? If that had been a business meeting scene, and that yeah. character had turned out to be the leader of the Court of Owls, and that was Lincoln March, you know, like I think that 
that could and for all I care, you could make it a business meeting and you could make the girl, you know, Lexi March. Same yeah. character just a female. I don't care. You know, like I've never been overly caring about when characters switch gender or ethnicity. We've not seen Lincoln March since uh, then, have we? Know. Yeah. Well, yeah, eternal. But... Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> Just so. Now here, I like the I like the animation scene in the fights. Here, they do, I think they do really well. The fights yeah. are pretty good here. They've they've really made Batman fight like a martial artist in yes. these movies. You know, one thing that I hope that they would do too is kind of explain the like how the Court of Owls recruits and whatnot. Like I was hoping that we would get that scene where Bruce just backhands Dick because he uh, because uh. of uh, his. Circus roots, and that's how they they they, uh, they recruited. But we never got that in this film either. I wasn't crying about that. I didn't like that scene. <laughs> Here, Dick. Yeah. Bam. Now to explain why I punched you in the face and knocked out your tooth. Yeah, there was only like thirty better ways to get done that, right? You know. <laughs> <laughs> quite quite clearly. If you, just, if you slice it and go to the dentist. Now, uh, this is kind of an you know, we're coming up on the. Uh, Talon disappearing act here, which I thought was strange, which, you know, the, they can only survive out of hibernation for a day or whatever at this point until they just go up and smoke. This is the first time we're seeing Batman, I'm sorry, I don't mean to but seeing Batman fight Batarangs like, as like they're like uh, knives? Yeah, kind of a defensive weapon slash knife. I, I, I kind of like it, though. I mean, I think it's, um... Oh, yeah, it's cool. It's... <laughs> See his it, ass it's here. consistently... Good with a fight, and these talents are just unstoppable. So it doesn't matter who they just. Keep this is storyboarded yeah, very well. Very well uh, thank God that they all of a sudden just fall apart at the end of this fight, or else he, Batman might not be long for this world. <laughs> oh, there's nowhere to go but down for him. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, he's staying up from that. And then here is the magic. Kyle. Whoa, those designs are great. They did well with the designs, yeah. <laughs> and I think that the Court of Owls are in the towns and all that. I think that this is a here-to-stay part of Batman, Batman mythology, though. You know? I don't mind it. That is a good story. I, I think it's a good little, you know, retcon to Gotham. Well, I mean, like, uh, there's always, every decade, there's going to be something that's added to the mythology, and, you know, uh, this is this is a very well-done story, so... I don't, I don't know if it's I don't, it's not gonna be my favorite story, but at the same time, it 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 is definitely proven proven uh, proven worth yeah. towards the mythology. The, the only problem I had with the Court of Owls story at all was the fact that after it came out, all of a sudden it was talons talons everywhere for a year and a half. Well, that's yeah, DC's I mean, fault. That, yeah, but DC does have the sub- the subtlety of about you know seven sledgehammers at once, so. And then the addiction of Roy Harper. Yeah, no joke. I want to talk about this going on. <laughs> the call for help here is nice. Yeah. Please. Uh, Superman, I need you. I'm nice seriously injured. You know. Okay, this. <laughs> I texted Stella the moment I saw this. You're not going to like this if you see this movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Like and again, like you know, it's a different two or not. I guess it's not because, like you know, he and Starfire are involved, which I love the reference. I'm not even like and the song. <laughs> his voice, his his voice or his facial expression, like no. Well, I don't know either where. Uh... 
Well, I think that's Starfire who he's talking to, wasn't it? Yeah, that looks like Starfire. Well, obviously, yeah, he, said, he said Corey. He said Corey. Yeah, so Starfire, yeah. And she, and she has Oompa Loompa skin and red hair, so... And again, that's a point where the, the whole Wandering and Thong thing, like, that is just to go, look, this is an adult movie. Because it adds absolutely nothing to the plot. Yeah. Well, of all the... Of all, I mean, you, you couldn't say that with Barbara. <laughs> Although, if you said that with Barbara, I would laugh. Barbara. <laughs> Barbara, you're wearing the lace in the thong? <laughs> I would be like, oh, sorry, you gotta see this movie. <laughs> We'd already sent her a clip of that. Already sent that about Barbara. This is a cool scene, too. I, this kind of... The Damien's out patrolling on his own. You know? It's always fun to see Robin uh, working solo. It might be, That's not a cliche at all. It might be fun to see him working solo, but I don't know if I'm looking forward to him ha- like carrying his own book solo. I don't know. He's, is there so many adventures by himself that I don't think is out of place? No, I, I think that'll be an interesting read. I do it. And I think that he won't be solo. What I hope that that book is is... A tour of Damien around Good. the Batman universe. Spend some time with Dick. Spend some time with Tim. You know, like, guest stars in different That'll issues. That'll work out. I, you know, Bruce is going to pop up. He's his dad. You know. Well, I mean, um, I wrote this on Facebook uh, when I realized that, that, like, by this year, Damien has been Robin for as long as Jason Todd was really? Robin. Six years. Yeah, six wow. years. That's... I, I absolutely believe you in that 100% doesn't make sense in my mind. You know, like... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I'm used to the idea that like Tim isn't Robin anymore, but I was there when it happened. Right. So it's 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 interesting that like it's it's over half a decade. I found it kind of hard to believe that Damien would like give this guy so much like credence right away. Hey, he's a kid. Yeah, and, and I think too. I mean, what you're seeing in this scene too. too. Like, just follow me to your doom, okay? Well, <laughs> remember too, Damien is all. What what what, a, what is Damien's thing? Is he's ultra confident, bordering on cocky. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, for sure. He. Where we that before? This is a kid who who gets himself in trouble because he thinks he can't get himself in trouble. He's not scared of anything. You know. Yeah. Um. Say night owl. Now this is the beginning of I guess the one of the central things in this movie, which is is Demon going to be a good guy or bad guy? Which uh, did, were they seriously having us doubt if he was? Well, or not? <laughs> I know he'd do something stupid, but I never, I never like he's never been an evil character. No. Well, okay, maybe when he first appeared, he was, but <laughs> but he wasn't. That. But he was never evil in his own mind, you know. No, no, villain. I mean, like, I mean, I was never in doubt that he would do the right thing by the end of the movie. I was just, you know, willing to see how it would play yes. out. Absolutely. Yeah. What did you guys think about the voice for the for the talent? I mean, I myself, it's not what I pictured, but I mean, he did a good job, you know, portraying the talent at least. Yeah, I, I think he's good. I, I was kind of thrown once he unmasked. I was like, oh, he looks like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think, I think uh, as the character is now, he looks. He sounds I good. actually, in this movie, didn't have any real complaints about the voice cast. I think that everyone did a pretty good job in this movie. Yeah, Jason O'Mara is never, never going to be my Batman, but like he's had experience with the character, so he works well with the, uh, with the yeah, voice. Yeah, he's not, you know... He's not the best guy who's ever voiced Batman. I think we we're probably all unanimous. But he's not the, he's not the he worst either. Say, he ain't the worst. You know, because if if you look at this release and go back and look at some of the original or the earlier DC animated movies, some of them have some truly horrific voice work in it. You know, cringeworthy. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, some I mean, but do. this this one I don't think has any real. There's nothing that takes me out of the story. Where well, I, go, oh, I just so 
one thing that I will notice is like, like, like the kid who plays Robin, Sean Mar something, like there's a little of a squeaky voice seeing him because he's clearly aging. Yes. <laughs> have you uh, have you actually seen him any of his bizarre, behind the scenes stuff? For some of Batman, yeah, I did. I, I did too. And like, I don't know. I like this kid. Like, I think he's convincing okay. for sure. I remember when I first uh, he first came out as, as uh, Damian Wayne's voice. Like, a lot of people, including myself, were expecting like a British accent. I guess. Yeah. To sound like Talia. Yeah. But it's not a big deal, though. That's a good point. I never thought about the accent. I mean, he never. It was never said in the comments that he had an accent, but like I just assumed. Well, yeah, you would think, but then again, he was actually raised by the assassins more than Talia, you know. So I guess it really depends on like who actually he was around the most. <laughs> Take that, Bruce. I've got a, I've got a magic biological accident. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what did this Deathstroke say in the last one? The sperm donor. Yeah. <laughs> Dick is such like this is the complaint I had of the new too that like he take a shot Dustin like he he is he's basically Robin as an as an adult you know I mean he's he's, he's not his own man he's just basically Batman's you know little monkey he's Robin he's straight up just threatened to send him to boarding school <laughs> and that is a bit of a hollow threat like what bo- right? what boarding school is going to contain this kid and then you'll be sorry you know? I, I wish I could like remember who he's talking about. Like, the person, like, I don't know if it's an actual DC reference or if it's just him saying something. I took it as just kind of a saying stuff, you know? Like, I I don't remember a German boarding school that had any particular note. Right. I'm I'm just trying to remember if there was anything, but I can't. Like, I've racked my brain over it since I saw it first. Yeah, and this is, this is, I think your nail is went on. It's, Dick doesn't seem like grown-up Nightwing. He seems like Robin older. And, like, in all my experience, like, a lot of times in the future, that's just how I, you know, and that's why I wrote in the, the Nightwing 30 or 31 review where, oh, like, uh, he fights Batman Batman. It's like, it's like you know, he just does whatever he's told and, like, he's not like, you know, hey, I thought you might need some help. I came out of my way to do this like he was in Under the Hood because that there's a difference between, like, you know, Nightwing as his own guy, and then Nightwing as, like, ah, oh, Dick Grayson, we all look for Dick Grayson, let's see him help Batman again and again and again. You know, I was kind of hoping that we would get a Dick Grayson that was reminiscent to Grant Morrison's Batman run, and I'm, I'm wondering if, you know, we're just at this point where Dick Grayson is, because, you know, Bruce obviously in this uh, universe hasn't died, so he hasn't had to step up and be that, I will say, I- you know? I honestly believe this movie is going to end with like Bruce being presumed to be dead and Dick and Damien being Batman and Robin. I really thought that's where they were going. And spoilers, they don't. Well, it would have been interesting. Oh, that Batmobile. <laughs> it would have been interesting because let's face it, they, they, these these movies they make. There's a Batman movie every single year, and for the animated, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, there is one. If you look at the sales numbers, the Batman and the Justice League ones sell, and the rest of them just don't. You know. Yeah, really. I mean, what else have they made, really, though? Well, they tried Wonder Woman. They've had a couple Green Lantern films. Wonder Woman, uh, Wonder Woman like, was like, like uh, so uh, long ago. This Superman <coughs> universe, though, right? No, but they had a Superman one. Was it Superman Unbound? Yeah, versus the Elite. Yeah, that one was kind of meh. I like that one. Oh, the animation was whack. It's the sales numbers, though. They seem to, and not just the New 52, because if you look at these... The history of these animated movies, it's funny because the one that sold them the absolute most, in fact, almost double over any other one, was Superman Doomsday, the first one. 
Why is Bruce? We think that was the very first one. Around right now, I don't understand this at all. <laughs> he, he knows how to drive. Well, I know he knows how to drive, but like he's driving himself around. Like you don't see that very much. <laughs> he's going. To, he's going to meet his girl. I'll call you back. Yeah, why we want Alfred with him? Come on. <laughs> I, I agree. It's not a usual side, but I didn't. I didn't question it. They're definitely doing their best to like make it look as if she's not involved. I did walk out when I first when I first saw the people with the mask. I thought that was pretty awesome. I was like, "Oh, that's cool." Yeah, to see the court of owls here. Now, here I love the court of owls mask for sure, like the way that they're used. The other, the other kind of question that this begs, though, and I'm not trying to be nitpicky, is are they trying to kill him? Why would you send these guys and not talents? You know, like yeah. Because he's 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 foppish Bruce Wayne. He's he's a you know. Well, I think it's, I think it's kind of explained a little bit in the next scene when we're, when he wakes up in the in their lair, and he's like, you know, you're one of us. So True. we'll talk about that when we get there. Did he hit the nos when he like tapped that thing behind the wheel? I don't know what it was. I do think it's funny that this Bruce is definitely driving an Aston Martin. And no one else, apparently no one else is on the freeway right now. <laughs> that sure is lucky. That's it, and that's a, that's a $300,000 car that just got yeah. whacked. You know. That's a dip in the bucket. I don't know. Every six months they, they, they make Bruce Wayne broke, so. Yeah, this is, the, the masks just work. I don't know what it is about it, but they do, you know. Well, I have mine around somewhere. It's, that, it's like the the scream mask, or uh, you know, like the leather face mask, or it, there's just no emotion to them, you know. Yeah, they they work, and they, they and they evoke the image of an owl somehow. That's yeah. well, very yeah, well designed. It just works at every level. Good job, Capullo. All right, guys. There's obviously no way that the person speaking is a woman. Just keep that in mind. <laughs> you said that. I, I, I didn't see that coming. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I knew that she had to have been evil somehow. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, but, like, I didn't realize that, like, she would be, like, I don't know, posing as a man because, which, which you know, whatever, but, like, uh, yeah, there's no Adam's apple. That's the clear. Well, there is. I mean, I didn't see that coming either. Um, I mean, I knew she was going to be a member of the Court of Owls, I figured, but I didn't see her becoming the Grand Master, especially if you look around here. There's a couple things that we should have maybe clued into. One is the only one wearing a hood, you know, and but the rest of the women in the court were very revealing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just so you have no question that we're women. Yeah, like I'm hot, I know it. Type two. Well, I think a part of that is just like to do because these movies just want to show off the female form when they can do so. Like I remember, in, in, like Son of Batman, Talia has her. Black Widow Catwoman costume on. It's, it's like zipped down to like her pelvic area. Well, because a, why not? This is a pretty big departure from the comic books with just how many members there are of like really. I, I remember there being a lot of, of the of the Court of Owls. You want to control I always kind of remember right? having a pretty big membership. Actually, I, I know that there was a small yeah. group that was like the ruling class, for lack of a better term. But I, I, I always thought the court had a pretty large membership base. At the beginning, before their uh, extinction at the ha- in, in Court of Owls. Well, yeah. I should have read I, the I comic before he read the, watched like this. All you know, eyes wide shut though, like like this. This has got to be a bad moment for Bruce when he's like, "You stole oh, yeah. my model," you know. Like, I, guess I, who's I, getting sued? I would have hoped that he would have figured it out right here that that it was her. <laughs> yeah, Bradman would have known that. I mean, it's like I mean, like. 
if the audience is like, like, oh, okay, so like Samantha's the cow. He almost looks like he's about to do it. So I mean, like I, I give the that uh, that mask kind of reminds me of um Vega from Street Fighter. <laughs> it's a good good call, good catch. Yeah, good good Vega. Oh, good pull. Did not see that one coming, it, and it absolutely does. Rolling claw. Right, right there too, the little design. Yeah, that was a, that's a good touch with the with the uh, the bat tracker. Give me a day to think about you, you know, enjoying your wacky scheme, then I'll get, I'll get back to you. Sure, no problem. <laughs> Keep us in touch, Texas. I, yeah, I like it, though. I, I think that this... No, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> oh, dude, what'd you do to your car? You know? Like how Austin did, Bruce, dude. How did they get, like, what, what was the logistics behind getting Bruce and his car back? Like did they? They, did they, they knew you couldn't it drive it. Like... Yeah, <laughs> they, they they pushed it across the freeway and pushed it into Wayne Manor's parking lot. Right. <laughs> uh. <laughs> now, Everybody must you must wear your mask at all times. <laughs> I was say, like, there's no way in hell they're like eating and drinking you with those can't. things on. There's no way to do it. Literally, look at the mask. <laughs> I mean, I mean, honestly, if I were there, I mean, okay, this is a little ridiculous, guys. Like, can I listen? Do I have to take this plate to the bathroom to eat, or like, what are we doing here? You know. And, like, there's no strings that, that, that unlike mine, so, like, how do they, like, you know, lift and put it back? They just suckers in the, I don't know, super glue. The point is we're yeah. eating. <laughs> they, didn't have, they did not have to show now, that. Now, this, again, is, I like, I like the red, you know, the, the red tomb here. These images are right out of the court of Elf. You know, yeah. even the color yep. schemes are right out of it. And, 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 and I really like it when, if you're going to do this with, with, a story from the comics. I like those direct adaptation things we see. I think they're always. It's just little scenes where it goes up as you read the comics. Yeah, absolutely. Whenever, whenever the, it's, it's like the comic come to life, you're, you're always going to have uh, our attention. Yeah. Oh, that guy has a mad scientist <laughs> costume. Sweet. <laughs> totally does. Yeah. Very like World like War II era. Like Dexter from Dexter's Lab. <laughs> and some of them aren't. She looks good for being over a hundred years old, sir. <laughs> well, and this, and I think that this was just a mandatory scene. Like you had to have about a three-minute scene to explain why these talents are superhuman. These talents. Are. Like, oh, you had to, otherwise, otherwise, it makes no sense. Yeah, it's like, it's like, okay, guys, we're gonna have to do this. We're gonna have to do it quick. And we're gonna have to explain it, and we're gonna have to move on. You know? It's interesting that like, you know, this is the first time that they've shown this talent, their process. Like obviously, he is not one of the undead soldiers, so I didn't, I didn't see that coming myself. Well, you know, uh, it's funny as we're doing the commentary. I would like to, I would like to see a commentary with Jay Olivia and the people and James DiMatteis to say how did they appropriate this story for this movie? Because I mean, obviously, made some changes, but they obviously incorporated things from the comics. So I'm very interested at the process of you know distilling this story into one movie. And it's it's a it's not it's not really about the core vows. It's more about Bruce and Damien. But the core vows obviously is like the big kind of hook for it. Which kind of surprised... You know, I think the most surprising part of this movie are the only... The, my biggest disappointment in it is the title. The title does not... And not very invocative of anything. Batman versus Robin. Doesn't... That's not when Deathstroke and Talia took control of Damien's body and had her fight Dick Grayson as Batman in the middle of Morrison's yeah, run. that's Batman versus Robin. Yeah, you know. <laughs> that's precisely... I have that story right across my room right now. And, of course... 
Once again, making sure that we're aware that there are lots of strip clubs in Gotham City. Yeah, <laughs> I was just to say that. <laughs> because why wouldn't there be? Sure, I mean... Casinos and strip clubs on huh. every corner. <laughs> Bruce Wayne really did help the city when he came back to Gotham. They do a great job there in two seconds of making that gangster so annoying that you can't wait for him to die. You know? Yeah. Well, as long as it's a stereotype, you want him to yeah. die. I mean, he's wearing a tracksuit. That's not good. <laughs> I miss the gangsters of uh, BTAS where they're all old fat guys. Arnold Stromwell. I like this bit. Oh, thank you. Oh, my God, it's a dude. <laughs> There's a guy up there, you know. He looks so happy. It's the new Rupert Hello. Thorne, everybody. <laughs> This is, this is the old What's up? save your life before I kill you routine you know I, I thought that was funny like Jesus gives him a big old hug <laughs> yeah they'll live oh that's kinda cool he did the whole Batman smoke thing have you noticed like, the, the, the gunshots sound a lot more realistic lately yes I have they're not like these like just bang 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 they're, they're like these kind of compacted shots take that crotch and again, the, the, the action is well choreographed. Yeah. Well choreographed kicks to the ribs. Crawl. Kneel before Zod. <laughs> Jeez, dude. Quit kicking him. And this is where we see the... the bratty, ultra-bratty, super-violent Damien come out a little bit. You know? I love that his dialogue is so over-the-top, though. Like, like exactly like in the comics. Like, it's very, like, pointed and, you know, it's poetic, you know? <laughs> like, I mean, I can't, I can't really explain it any better than that. Like, he, the, what, what he says is so, you know, over-the-top and whatnot. <laughs> and of course what we're about to touch on here is the old argument which is you know should you kill it, it, would it be the right thing to kill the villains you know I'm kind of tired of that argument yeah. they keep on repeating it over and over again it, doesn't it seem like we make a decision and stick with it we, that we come up to this twice a year or so Don it seems like like there's a story I, it, all the time. I, I like that to have but like Batman has firmly established his feelings on that so yeah. like so like if, if this is a Batman story we don't really need to explore that I think the best way they did it was in Under the Red Hood because that was a, a circumstance where it was absolutely understandable why he might but like they really tortured that idea so I think that's sort of like the last word on that so having I mean, I, I, this, this sounds a lot more complaining than I, than I mean it to be but like I don't think that it uh, I don't think that it, it puts a lot of weight onto Damien too much because I don't know he, he didn't kill Deathstroke in the last movie so yeah I, I guess that would be my one kind of nitpicky complaint too is we kind of already have done this do you know what I'm saying like we got Damien's on the path of good. He's not going to be killing people. That, that's my only. And like I said, I really enjoy the movie. So, and again, this this like, like like what was he doing during Court of Owls? He wasn't like being tempted by talent. He, he was kind of just he like was fighting not in the Court of Owls at all. Well, and I mean that's the thing. Like I, that, that's another reason why I didn't believe like earlier in the film that like Batman would just say, "Oh my God, you killed the Dollmaker!" Like what? <laughs> The thing is... Yeah, I was getting ready to be annoyed when, that, when I saw that, yeah. The thing to remember is, Scott Snyder hates Damien. 
Does he really? He, well, he hates writing him, I should say. So he, why? he just does, he doesn't like writing the character. That's why he Snyder never writes Damien. He's never in anything that Snyder writes, ever. Maybe because his appearance is like he did start out, I remember like in his uh, Black Mirror storyline, it was Bruce by or it was Dick by himself. Yes. Of course, I was Detective Comics, so like, you know, he could do it without Damien. But he just, n- just does not like writing Damien. He must have loved it when he was, he was killed then. Yeah. One of the only villains that Batman didn't have a hand in making. <laughs> because he, cre- he specifically created all of them. And this is the obligatory exposition of the villains. Right. Pass. And you, want, yeah, you always know somebody's, somebody's a bad guy if they're drinking. Yeah. Dude! I thought it was kind of messed up that he dimed out his uh, his father figure. <laughs> one hour later. <laughs> one hour later. You know. Bang, 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 bang. He, that kid looks he looks like that boy from I don't know if you guys remember this, from like from Streets of Gotham. Damien made a redheaded kid that could transform into something. Dustin Win artwork. Reminds me of that. Uh yeah, I can't remember his name. Red-headed but I know who you're talking about. Redheaded boy number four. <laughs> Batman, what are you doing here? I like how uh, in this movie's Batman's bat symbol is kind of you know textured. It's not just like you know. So, it's just not. It's not just kind of like, you know drawn on there. That's, that's very much like the movies. Especially like the, the Burton and Schumacher movies. Schumacher made Batman movies? Never, I think I've seen those. <laughs> you don't remember those gems? I think I may have seen the first one, but I, I, I heard rumors of a second one, but, you know, I don't believe it. Yeah, I was, I was surprised that they, they tried to do a Batman comedy, but they pulled it off. I'm even surprised more that they're having a miniseries next year continuing the Schumacher movies. Like was that true, or did they, was that a rumor? That's true, that's happened. I like how he just cut Batman's line. <laughs> the look on Batman's face was priceless. And again, this goes back to themes in DC animated movies. Jason Todd and Damien have now both cut Batman's line. Yeah. You know somebody who can cut my line? Not many. Very good. Totally <laughs> and the, 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 uh, the movie is called Batman vs. Robin, so to not have this fight scene would have seemed disingenuous. Yeah. yeah. I know Damien's a great fighter, but like there are times where it's just, like just step on. Yeah, him. like really, like come on. It's like the Chucky syndrome. Yeah, it's kind of hard to believe that he can put very much weight behind some of these punches and kicks that he throws. You know. I know, like, like and it's tough because that's why I was like a thing with Robin. Like, if he's the younger or smaller he is, it's tougher to like uh, to buy into that he could like you know yeah. put so much power in his punches. Yeah, you, you really. <laughs> You really yeah, think- that was awesome. The, the uh, handcuffing him mid mid air and stuff like that. That was pretty cool. You really think the more believable age for Robin is 16, 17. You know. I don't know. I well, now I always maintain that, like, if you do it for the comics, or if you do it for the uh, movies, he can he can still be like a like a fifteen or sixteen year old. It's kind of viable. That's how they're going to do Spider Man these movies. Spider Man version three point <laughs> the movies that you've apparently never seen. I saw the I saw the first one way back in the day. The one with Tobey Maguire, like the first one of those. That was an intentional scene right there, like Batman telling Damien, "Just kill me." <laughs> <laughs> and 
and that's how Batman died. Robin kills him. Face black. You cut, you cut to like like Superman. I didn't see that coming. You, you get like the Mortal Kombat. Robin wins. You know, fatality. Like how fast was Bruce? Just like, come on, let's go home. Like it's so weird. <laughs> well, that happened. <laughs> now go to your room and shut up. Would be a hell of a difficult parenting situation, though. You know. Yeah. I mean, it really would. Parenting is is difficult on a good day. It's worse when the your son is a killer. You know? Wait for me. T. I like it signed. I like how it's signed. T. You know? T <laughs> is for talent. You know? Zooming on his nipple is kind of like annoying. Obligatory sex scene in a DC animated movie? Check. You know? Da, da, da. I remember saying this and laughing because I was like, this is, this is almost like. I don't know if it was predictable, but like I wasn't surprised, so I was like, ha, ha, ha. I knew from Jump Street that there was something about her that, you know, you keep, like I said before, either Bruce, Bruce dates one of two women, the woman that's smart but evil, Andrea Beaumont, Talia, this person, Catwoman, or he dates someone who's stupid and inconsequential. <laughs> the list is endless. Yeah, the list of that goes on. Well, the fact is, this, this character is, is only from the movie, so you know that like she'll never have any weight on her. No pun intended. <laughs> this is where the voice is a little deep for me. I don't think it's bad, but like it's like, wow, that guy is. <laughs> no wonder she slept with him. That guy that voice. a lot of work too, so it, it was kind of distracting for me. He looks like a redheaded uh, Dick Grayson. There's also a trope. Uh, there you go. Uh, and there's a trope in in fiction where, like, as you, if you get laid in something, you will soon die or lose. And that's totally not true in real life. So, <laughs> ain't happening to me. Yeah, I, I will. I will. Have said I've gotten laid plenty of times, but I have not died afterwards. <laughs> Knock on wood. We'll, we'll check in the next commentary to see if you're doing it right. <laughs> No, you see, I got that Court of Owls uh, regeneration uh, magic, you know? <laughs> no, I do. I, I, you know, there's something, I do, this is always something classic about the Alfred on the computer and Batman in, in the sewers. I mean, it's I, I love, so much, you know? I love every time that Batman goes down in the sewers in the comics and talks to them. It's just so iconic. Like, yeah, it's, 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 it, it, in Endgame, when he's like, let's talk about history. I seriously wanted to kiss Scott Snyder on his dirty little lips when I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> his filthy mouth. I'm, I'm sure he didn't want you to kiss him, so you're <laughs> his, his, his wife might have a bit of a problem with it. That outfit design is also from Young Justice. Now, here is this. Oh, this was. I marked out hard when I saw yeah. this happen. This was good. I was hoping that Batman, would, what are you doing I here? I was hoping that they would kind of like twist the camera angle like they did in the comic book, but uh, they did a good job for what they did. Comic goes on short. I might go out and like. That's, is that that's how, is that a hardcover? Oh, it's been a hardcover for a while. Actually. Well, yeah, I, I, yeah, that was a couple years ago, but I have the hardcover. I love it. I love Gordon. Now I did order the Absolute is coming out in a couple months, so that'll be a good transition. Now on sale. But this is this is just again. It, it's like we touched on earlier. When we get to see the comic part come to life, I think that's something we all really enjoy. You know, 
Which kind of brings up a quick question: Just this, what do you guys prefer? The more the, the movies that are more straight adaptations, like The Dark Knight Returns, or the ones that are more original storyline driven? Uh, well, I mean, this one, these movies kind of start out just just doing comic book adaptations, right. and they, they, that's for the majority. For the majority of them, that's what they've been at. I think that, like you know, the way that the closer they are and the more successful they are at uh, translating the story, that's when they are the best. And when they when they kind of get away from it, that's when they are the worst. Like I think Dark Knight Returns, especially Part Two, was like the best it will ever get. And Superman Doomsday, which kind of like, you know kind of half assed it a bit, isn't as good. Yeah, I mean, I same thing with Under the Red Hood. I kind of like having a little bit of the element of surprise in what I'm watching. And like as good as the Dark Knight Returns was, it's like all right, I knew that was coming, uh, you know. So I like that they're doing the New Fifty Two universe, but they're but they are. Uh, Switching up like what happens here and there. This is directly from like what's yeah. Batman number six. Yeah. Loved it. This whole scene from the time he starts being drugged, right? From the time he starts being drugged, all the way through the catacombs and this scene, and and this is all just magic. This is what really well done. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I love that evil Batman had a hat <laughs> for reasons. Do you yes. That looks like it's out of an anime. Yeah, it does look very reminiscent, that doesn't it? That little him talking to him. Okay, this right here. Well, first of all, that's that's another Morrison Damon reference. Six, six, Damon, right? We see Lucius Fox. We see Alfred. Batwoman. Batwoman. She's finally made it to another media appearance. Damien. Dead. 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 <laughs> so the, they introduce the, the, their gay character, Dead, and I'm sure everyone's gonna a, love that. And and, and, and a dream sequence. This is a, this is amazing to me how they kind of fit in the Damien six 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 storyline here a little bit. You know, I mean. That was that, that was pretty clever, kinda, yeah. That, those those kind of little nods for I think us more ardent comic book fans kind of what make these. You know what I'm saying? Well, because I, well, I was like, you know, it's like okay, is it Corvallis or is it Morrison Run? Like, like pick one. But I thought that was pretty was, clever. Was, How they tied tied into that whole central conceit yeah, of the story. Yeah, I think it was clever too. I did like the way they kind of kind of brought it in there. He just keeps shooting them in the chest <laughs> repeatedly. You know, <laughs> sooner or later you run out of bullets and you're they don't have to hug. And then, oh, they, they had me at this moment. That, that felt genuine and not, you know, him trying to punch out his. No, no, it does. I mean, this this is, like I said, this that scene from the time he was drugged all the way through that that fade to white is extraordinarily well done. You know. And now Batman awakens. We gotta stop meeting like yeah, this. Yeah, really. <laughs> this is really from the comics. We would see uh, Red Hood. We would see Red Robin. We see Batgirl. Why is it a straight jacket? Yeah, I like that. Like, guys, I was unconscious. Why'd you put me in a straight jacket? I, I, I didn't come out from the Lazarus bit, you know. Those screamer sticks are huge. Yes. They're more like a scrim of bats. That's, that's a nice line. I see, I, I, this one, this is where the movie really focuses. It's not, it's just, you know, who can out-anger each other, Bruce or Damon. It's like, you know, okay, we gotta, sooner or later, we gotta have to have an impasse. And... That has to be DM, DM, James DiMatteis, right, yeah. who just, uh, he was, uh, you read his comic books, it's all about kind of coming through these horrible circumstances, kind of like, you know, 
meet each other through love and family. Now this scene, this is, I guess, this is the beginning of the end of the movie is the best way to put it. Third yeah, I mean, this is... This... this well, I'll wait to get there, but I think the resolution to this is... is Colors. I mean, I mean, it works, I guess, but, you know, um... It is... And it's about him being a kid. And again, it... it dun, it, dun, he's dun. A kid and, and, and it is... Well, as he's a grown-up fighter and stuff like that, he's not. He's still a kid. Bruce Wayne's ward and not his yeah. son. No, no, you're wrong. He's and of course, it's the instant realization here that he screwed up. You know. Whoops. And they have, they have that, that, that exact place where the jail was. In the court of owls, they know. Break his heart and his will by killing this boy. Yeah, and this is the fix is in that's moment. That escalated quickly. You know? Now, this is the um, attempt at the... I don't know if it's redemption is the word I'm looking for here. <laughs> sure. You know? But this is the attempt of... Now we're going to make the talent a sympathetic, redemptive-type figure. Although, for like five yeah. minutes. And then, we're, and then he's going to attack the Batcave. Four. And I don't, know if I, I don't know how much I buy... I won't kill him, but... I'll kill every single one of you. And then I'll kill Batman. Like, that's, that's a little that weird. That was my issue with this, was the, the realization that you have this moment where everyone realizes kind of that Bruce Wayne is Batman and the way that the story kind of self-cleans itself, right? Which is, well, since everybody yeah. here now knows that Bruce Wayne is Batman, let's just kill everybody here. You know? I mean... Yeah. I, I get it, but it's I, I don't like it when you have... Moments of revelation, a revelation turn into kind of unimportant, you know. Well, it kind of just um, it sets up these consequences that kind of run away from itself. Yes, pretty quickly. You know, which is why I think that you know, in, in comics, in, in bat, in the Batman comic that's ongoing right now with Snyder and Endgame, I think the fact that we finally know that the Joker knows who Batman is and they're not going to walk back from that is making it very interesting. Although we had all the death of the family to deal with that, and never got there. And here's the boyfriend and the girlfriend scene. See, <laughs> but I loved you. I thought that this just kind of confuses what they're trying yeah, to do. Yeah, and it's not that I think that this was. I get the kind of little twist they're trying to have. You know what I'm saying? But since we don't have any real history with this blonde character other than the step minute, yeah, we we, we can't pretend yeah, to care. This is one where you just I don't have any kind of history with this character, and even. You could you can name check certain characters that us long term comic fans can watch the movie and have an interest in just because of we know their other history, right? But this character is one that's never existed, so there is literally like a, this is a who gives it moment, you know? Right? I know. It's like, ha, you think yeah, I care? Like, oh, he's that's funny. Sweet. Next, you know, like, and again, him murdering, I don't know, fifty people, put a number on it, right? Seems to be, yeah. No, it's 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 like he's like you know, hey, hey, I mean, I did this all for you. You're my friend. Now I'm going to kill Batman. I, I, I I'm going to kill your dad. Yeah. The whole idea that I just see, I, I just see this her is pointless now. Boy, well, it was, it was I, I never bought into it. Begins. I like that he yeah, locked like him in the town. It's his clone chamber. Did you say clone chamber? I like it. 
You're gonna smell like <laughs> you're gonna smell like Aqua Velva now, boy. You know. <laughs> and we'll sell so much cologne, we'll be billionaires. The rest of your days, the stench of Aqua Velva will follow you. You know. <laughs> you're insane. <laughs> Am I? Maybe. But you'll smell so good, you won't care. Screenplay right there. I don't know the 180 that this that this uh, you know talent character has taken within the last few minutes is just so extreme, you know. Yeah, this this gets away from Court of the Owls. I mean, well, like this doesn't like the it's assault sure, on yeah, Wayne Manor, yeah, but I like this part. The, the, the assault the, on Wayne Manor here is is really well done, you know. Um, because again, we're gonna have we all know the get out of my caves. You, you know, I mean that's. That's a hoorah moment. Okay, I will say though that like as much as I'm I kind of complain that like that way's not really written as Nightwing. I love seeing Bruce and Dick together and and, and Alfred because it, that's like kind of a classic yeah. original Batman kind of thing. So that to me kind of like warms the cuckles of my heart. No, it, and it's it, it, those scenes are always going to work for guys like us that are into the into the story. I like that turnaround right here. It's awesome. Yeah, let's do it, boys. And Nightwing has some some of the best action we've ever seen him oh, have. Sure. He I'm really goes to town. Yeah, and now we we kind of embark on, and this it's is okay not okay if you go for the kill shot, Nightwing. Go for the kill shot. They're already dead. Kill <laughs> them like I taught you, <laughs> Robin. And now we kind of get. And again, this is not a complaint, but we get this like boom, 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 ten boom. minute action scene here, all the way through the end of the town. It's this is oh yeah, this is great. You know, this is great. Do you think that Bruce got his oh, ass kicked so badly in the first fight because he was holding back because they might have been alive? Like now, I know he, he, those those some of those fights in in the museum they would have killed people if they, if they were not zombies. Yeah, but like now he's, he's fighting unrestrained, you know, and that's why maybe he's not right. getting so he's getting so worked up by him. Well, plus Bruce doesn't like to get beat down in front of Nightwing. You know, make sure. him look, look bad in front of his boy. I'm surprised that like he has so many defenses for Wayne Manor. Like when did they, when did they expect Wayne Manor to be attacked? <laughs> or whatever. Well, we are like, like the middle doors. I was like, I was like, I was like is this because did Brain break in this in this continuity? We are or? talking about a. Uh, I don't know if, if there's a, a Nightfall the way that we know it anyway in this one. I his, I'd hazardly doubt it, but. But uh, Ed's, Ed's right, like, you know, Batman is a, a wee bit. Here we go! I love this bit! <laughs> <laughs> awesome! This is so, the Chun spinning bird kick, so too. sick, right there. And then he's, and then he's getting taken down. That's that has gotta be, like, ow. I knew I should have gone with Corey! I'm not even supposed to be here today! Yeah. Like, how ironic would that have been if that Talon was able to take the axe from one of Bruce's statues? And use it on him. <laughs> I always do it in like this. See, I love this is the great. Clock. I love the you clock know? right there. That's awesome. Oh yeah. Well, you should have just pushed him down like like the uh, the poles. He just falls down that pole a bit. Yes. Of course, it wouldn't make any sense, but still would love it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it'd be funny like, in, the, in, the, in the in the in the face of this this. this Black dark story, you know. Lift the the, the Shakespeare bus. Bruce, no, wee! <laughs> Will Batman survive? You know. <laughs> Will Nightwing get you know, uh, uh, infection shots for those stab wounds? He, he's gonna have some issues. Is this sat through his armor and stuff? Are they? Are they? What? They're running like anime 
characters. Their arms all the way out. Kind of running. I guess the, the idea is that they're kind of ninjas. Seriously, this this entire scene just plays plays out like the most ridiculous brute security commercial you've ever seen, though. <laughs> <laughs> I did like how Damien got out of the, uh, the Listerine tank right here. <laughs> but this, again, is the bizarre, like, I just literally killed everybody I know to protect you, and now I'm going to drown you. I want to make sure that you will never follow well, me no, again by killing your family. Him like the rest of them? Yeah, yeah, he wasn't trying to kill him. He, he was, he was, he was trying to wake him up when, like, uh, and, and brainwash him or whatnot. Yes. So I have Batman's head. Hope you're happy. Mint flavored. Ugh. Swish in your mouth for thirty seconds, and of course, this is the <laughs> obligatory "let's destroy all the town" scene. There's a lot of ob- obligation in this movie. <laughs> at this point, again, in the comments, at this point, Alfred's like, "Okay, Bat Family, we're being attacked by a bunch of crazy owls. Please help us." But no, you know, there's no other Robin. You're never gonna see Tim Drake in one of these movies. I'm such a weird no, fanboy. They, they said that he doesn't exist in this uh, universe. They said, yeah, they said in the last movie, well, we can't exactly do him. He's far too interesting. Nick is a real trooper here, though, with the uh, arms and legs covered in bandages from multiple stab wounds and still putting up a good fight. Absolutely. Oh, it's funny that to me that like he does it, he does it over the leather costume. Alfred! Alfred is is Voltron yeah, ready? So, yeah, right. You know, have you guys ever wondered why all the Alfreds in the uh, animated stuff are like very proper, like you know, the high class with their accent? I mean, all the uh, Alfreds lately, anyway, in the movies have been like very Cockney and uh, like low class. Well, I think that like uh, Michael Caine just did the Cockney thing, but uh, uh, after Earth One, they brought the idea that like Alfred's kind of a Less refined character, which it's something different, I the guess. Jeremy Irons King guy, he kind of sounds a little uh, cockney as well, though. Uh, I disagree. I think he sounds quite proper. The Jeremy Irons guy, I like that. You mean uh, J- uh, Scar from Lion King? Well, that's that's who's playing Alfred in Batman vs Superman, right? Is yeah, 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 yeah. Is yeah. Batman movie coming out soon? Didn't know. Didn't, <laughs> I hadn't heard of it. That sounds fun, though. You say Superman's gonna be in it too? Uh, you know? <laughs> tell me, do you bleed? You might. Yeah, possibly. This is script editor. No. Oh, but that's pretty cool. Get off my plane! <laughs> the Batman Gundam. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Why? Oh, that is a really neat design. I like that design, I will say. But, like, I love the fact he puts a Batman symbol on the robot as though he needs to remind people yeah, who I he know, is. Like, just in case. Yeah. Alfred with his classic shotgun. I think people who don't know would wonder why Batman would allow Alfred to have a shotgun, but, you know, he's not going to tell his brother what to do. He didn't have a gun for uh, once. That, that scene from uh, the, the first arc of uh, Superman Batman 352 was iconic when, like, uh, Superman and Batman were going to the cave, and Superman's like, you let your butler guard the cave with a shotgun? And Batman's like, this is coming from the guy that lets a dog, uh, you know, uh, a dog that flies protect the forges of solitude. <laughs> and Superman says, answer the question. <laughs> and then, of course, safe house number three. Safe room number three. <laughs> 
Yeah, we have we have a, a contingency plan count five right here. I wonder. What, no, not the Joker card. I wonder what the original plan for that was, though. Like, who would he have used that on? With the. Okay, so Nightwing's just been impaled to the glass. He's he's staying up there for the rest of the movie. Yeah, goodbye. There's a point where, like, you know, they could at least like say, "Oh crap, Dick," but no, they just like, kind of like, let him hang there. And this is the most unbelievable oh, he hot -wired you know, part of the film right here. That he hot wired the Batmobile. Into the Batmobile and start, you know, wreaking havoc with it in the cave. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he had a seatbelt on. I guess he didn't intend to crash hey. it. Safe, you know, safety first. Always safety first. <laughs> User wins. My friend's got that reference. Man, he's always getting his mask like messed up in these films. Bruce Wayne, why are you dressed as Batman? Because <laughs> <laughs> he is Batman, you idiot. <laughs> this is gonna hurt. Wait, Batman is Bruce. Wayne. Okay, I like that line. That was really awesome. You did this, you did that, and you messed with my kid. So I'm going to enjoy dismantling you. Because you know that, that is kind of personal. Oh, yeah. I would imagine you oh, might. And you really do see Batman fight with his mascot. Wow, they're really doing martial arts Again, there. The, the, the animated fight. Cool. Yeah, the animation, the animation really style good. when they do that is really cool. If Jason was in this movie, that, that would have been his uh, case that he sure. just broke through. They really. It's, it's, that's cool that they're having him do that kind Did of stuff. Did you see that uh, the cases with all the the costumes? Like they had the old school, like nineteen thirties Batman uh, mask and everything. Like, you better nice believe touch. I did. <laughs> There's a lot of kicking in this movie. Take that and that. Although we were going to be wearing cleats in this fight. And of course, here comes Damien, who had to go get that sigh. This whole cave, this whole house is littered with weapons, and Damien goes and gets this this one piece here. It's like on the other side of the house. Oh, he hit him! Ooh, that he threw up blood. Wow. That's 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 the that's the anime signature for that really hurt, as opposed to go to a hospital. Right? Absolutely, yeah. Because in real life, like you run to a hospital, that happens. But no, it's fine in a minute. Like I'm good. Uh, he should not be able to get back up. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> get him. Yeah, I don't know. This this final scene, the voice work is a little over the top. I can, I can see how you would think that. I like this movie so much and we complain so much about it. Like, that was, it was too hammy, you know? But I think that is, and this is going to sound awful, but as much as we all want things to be faithful to the source material, this that's is faithful to ridiculous. the source material. I mean, remember the words, well, get I out know, of my I, cave, take up half the page. <laughs> it's more the delivery. <laughs> okay, was that not the most ridiculous end yeah. of the fight? Yeah, it was. I mean... <laughs> well, I guess, I, I, like, like, you have a slight upper hand, I guess I better die. That, that, that sucked. Because it was it was hilarious and it was cheap. It is hyper violent though, you know. That was like, what did you do? Are you kidding me? I didn't do that. I'm proud of you. Okay, okay. For killing our 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 nemesis right there. Okay, so like all all the time that they're giving each other meaningful looks and like talking very slowly. Dick Grayson is like upstairs, you know, hanging from the glass, like with it, yeah, with it, you know, died. his shoulders yeah. impaled. 
He's like wiggling around. out here. <laughs> Help me, please. We are brothers. We are partners. We ain't friends. <laughs> Where is anybody seeing Dick? <laughs> is he with you? It's like, that, it's like that scene from the, it's like that scene from the Venture Brothers. We're like, ah, a little help here. <laughs> and Alfred's still locked in his little room where he turned the temperature down. Panic room. <laughs> is, it to, is, it to, is it supposed to? Be, is it still supposed to be frosty in there? School. It's Switzerland. He doesn't say Nanda Parbat, does he? Uh, no, but they went to Nanda Parbat in the last one, didn't they? Batman and Son? Or Son of Batman? Uh, were they there? Well, that's not... In the no, beginning, because, like, that's where... They were in Nanda Parbat. No, where they were the League of Assassins. The League of Assassins wouldn't be in Nanda Parbat. I know you're a ten and all, but go see the world. It's good. You know. The score. Grayson's still hanging upstairs. Yeah. The score. I'm not, really not going to let that go. What would have made this funny is if in the background you would saw like a trail of blood. Is it raining blood? Where's this blood coming from? Oh, yeah. Just like body parts spread across like cave and whatnot. No, what would be great if you For the kids. there and when this scene comes back up, you just see Bruce standing in front of Dick's tombstone. So sorry, I forgot about you. Oh. Crap. <laughs> I've never lost a robin before. <laughs> I do like how Damon or not Damon Dick is dressed like he looks like he looks like a, like a nightclub bouncer. <laughs> that is an interesting look for him. It's <laughs> yeah, that that chain yeah, is just chain a little too much for me. <laughs> like, what year is this? Nineteen ninety nine. No. Of course, our second Charles Dickens name check. So wish it would have been Tim, though. I'm not going to lie. I mean, Tim could have done the, all the things that Dick has been doing here. Who's Tim? <laughs> Why, he's Red Robin, of course. The one who's never Robin. I've only watched animated movies. i never heard of this Red Robin of whom you speak. He's not been in any movies, has he? No, not Damn. in a single one. Not in a single frame. Yeah, does not exist. Uh, this is the last one I ever watched. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, he's just like... You must find the blue flower. Exactly. Watch him be bald and like be a monk and we'll never see Damien in these movies again. Here we go. Maybe they're kind of writing, writing, writing him out. Watch the credits because Batman is like credited like, like 20th. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a Mars right there. Well, like, I mean, when they did the, the list of characters. Oh, Stuart Allen. I said Sean Mars. Jeremy Who was Jeremy Sisto? He was the talent. Oh, I never recognized. I, I, see, I liked his Batman in New Frontier. I really did. Yeah, the, that's interesting. Uh, that's why it was a little distracting for me. It's like I know that voice. <laughs> Based on characters worked on Bruce, by Bruce. <laughs> they don't say that. And then, of course, the next DC animated movie will be Justice League of Gods and Monsters, which is the original. Yeah. Elseworld. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Look, like, like one, two, three, four, five, six, yeah. seven, eight, nine. Batman Bruce Wayne is ninth in the in the list. Haha. Ha. Then we created by Marvel and George Perez. Talent in Court of Owls by Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. No, it's not. Ah, uh, that's weird. Bulls. Interesting. <laughs> okay, so we are obviously at the credits towards Batman versus Robin, 
overall final thoughts on the film that we may not have mentioned during the movie? Uh, start with Ed. Um, it's a it's a solid animated movie. It, it's not my favorite DC animated movie, but it's definitely in the the, the realm of ones that I really really enjoy. Um, overall, it's it's just it's just well done. The fight scenes are are, are extraordinarily well done, and and this is one that if you you know that is probably on a on a buy list. Okay. Josh Paul? Well, you know, I, I liked it a lot. Like, that first scene with the Weird Al, like I said, it just knocked it out of the park <laughs> when, when it came to... Yeah, well, Weird, Weird Al the person. Yeah. Uh, I, I really liked that, that scene. But then there's just some things like, like you know, when Talon and Bruce were fighting in the cave, the spikes coming out of Talon's boot and him, like, stabbing him in the back. There's just some stuff like that that I feel is a little over the top. But overall, you know, it's a it's a good film for someone that you know doesn't necessarily, you know, look to the comics and be like, well, that's not like the comics. If this is your first Batman film that you see, I'm pretty sure you're gonna like it. Um, it's definitely better than some Batman. I can't repeat that enough. Um, it has, it has an emotional core to it, which is very welcome and very uh, engaging. For sure, I think it's a good movie. I, I think I think it's a good movie. I mean, we 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 pointed out little nitpicks here or there that do keep it from being great, but it's a good enough movie, I think. And I think that like it's definitely worth checking out at least once if you're a Batman fan, especially if you're a Court of Owls fan. I think that you know mm-hmm. they are a bit different, um, but they're they're, they're I done think they did the enough justice they here. Could. Yeah, I, I mean, sure. you take it like 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 we mentioned earlier. You take a twelve issue story have to add the story elements of Adam Damien to it and compress it to an hour 19, I honestly don't know yeah. what they could have done better, really. Uh, you know, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's pretty well done. Which, I mean, do you guys wish that maybe it was a little longer? I mean... I think that they could have tried to do... If they wanted to do a Court of Owls movie, they could have done more than this, but that's not the story they wanted to tell. And the story that they wanted to tell is fine enough. Yeah, I think that all these movies could probably do with an extra 10 minutes of screen time. But that being said... I'm not going to complain too much because I think that these movies are, you know, we don't have a Justice League TV show anymore. Uh, we don't really have anything like that. So I think that these movies are really great to get as fans. So I'm going to I'm gonna hope they, they keep going. Okay. Uh, I don't know if this is required, but I do like to do it once we do the commentaries. Out of five battle ranks, what would you give? Three and a half out of five. Okay. I'll give it a three and a half out of five as well. Yeah, I want to agree. Three and a half out of five sounds good. I think that uh, it's def- it's it's not the best, but it's it's definitely you know watchable and it's perfectly enjoyable. So three out of five battle ranks. So that will do it for this commentary. You can find this and other commentaries at the BatmanUniverse.net, as well as other podcasts, including the Batman Universe podcast, the Batfans podcast, Batman Comic Cast, Backward Oracle, uh, formerly Taking Flight. Uh, everyone loves the Drake and Robin and Tim Drake podcast and the Batman Universe specials. Um, and I believe that's all the rigmarole. I'm sure. I'm sure. God, Dustin will jump in and like uh, add anything that I've missed. So for this commentary, uh, this is Donovan. This is Ed. Josh Paul. And you've been watching Batman versus Robin with the Batman vs. commentaries. We will see you guys at the next commentary. Take care. I'm sorry, Corey. Really, but I'm stuck babysitting. No, I'm not kidding. You're wearing what? The red one with the lace. And the thong? Please, don't tell me anymore. Tomorrow night, I promise, we'll... Bruce is gonna bust a blood vessel.
Dick. It's Batman. He needs you. 